the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time and Such a time. Did you see in the news today, Mark Zuckerman is building a $100 million bunker, missile-proof doors. You've got to begin to fear God more than man because you start to make silly, stupid decisions when you fear man and you do not fear God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God is the beginning of understanding. Fear God and live, the Bible says. Oh, come back to the fear. Can we imagine if we got the fear of God back in this place? If the Supreme Court would say, we fear God. If the Senate and the Congress said, we fear God. If the President would say, we fear God more than man. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the fourth part of this timely message from Pastor Shane, titled, Nothing is Impossible for God. The late Leonard Ravenhill once said, Prayer is not an argument with God to persuade Him to move things our way, but an exercise by which we are enabled by His Spirit to move ourselves His way. Today, Pastor Shane shatters all doubt, pointing out the true power found in the living pages of Scripture. Listen now and be transformed today by this powerful, life-changing message of hope through Jesus. The only way, the only truth, and the only life. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. And he has on his robe and on his right thigh, meaning a place of position and strength, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That is his name. He is not a part of my life. He is my life. How many of you can say the same thing? How many of you can truly say that? He is not part of my life. He is my life. And I hear that a lot. Which you, yeah, he's a, I, he, he's a part of my life, you know, kind of when I can get to it and make it work. But Paul said, in him I live and move and have my being. It, it, it's it's everything. And again, it's, it doesn't mean you're a perfect person. Actually, a lot of times Christians have more attacks. Amen? Man, life was a lot easier when I was in the world. Things just seemed to go smooth. And there's been a spiritual attack. And wise men still seek Him. Wise men still seek Him. So I want to end with this point about a response. A response. All things are possible. That's what the sermon is about. All things are possible. The Bible just said all things are possible. So what are you believing God for today? What are you believing Him for? Your health issues? 
healing, financial doors, prodigal sons to come home, wayward daughters. What, what do you believe in God for? That breakthrough, that ministry? God, I need to, I need for you to move in this area. What are you believing Him for? But with a sermon title like that, I have to give you a disclaimer. And I called it the heresy alert. Because what I just said, everything I just said is absolutely true. But some people will take that and, have you heard the term name and claim it? Grab it, I know, blab it and grab it. And it's almost like whatever, whatever the sole of your foot touches, whatever you, and you become God and you tell God what to do. Rub the genie in the bottle. Here's what I want. Because there's, with scripture, there's, there's, what many people do is if you stay balanced, you stay, you stay biblical. You stay balanced, you stay, you stay biblical. If you get off into trying to, to, to pigeonhole God or make it into a doctrine you want, that's when heresy comes in. Have you heard that word heresy? Heresy just means a self-willed opinion that opposes the truth of God's word. Heresy. Or apostate. Apostate is something that maybe you thought was genuine and you figure out later they are an apostate. They are not true. They are not biblical. Heretical. Apostasy. That's where these words come from. They're, they're actually words that, that can and should be used with the right framework. And what the Pope just did this week with same-sex marriage is called apostasy. It's called heresy. It's called heretical. Very unbiblical. And, and that's what these ter terms are. That's what they mean. But here's the heresy alert, and I want to spend just a minute here. All things are possible does not mean that all things are absolute. This will make your walk with the Lord so much easier if you understand this. And I've had to learn it the hard way, like many of you have. Because we do read scriptures that Jesus couldn't do many good works there because of their unbelief. And if you would just have faith like a mustard seed, you could see that mountain move. Not the physical mountain get up and go into the ocean, but huge things in your life. You could, so there's a lot to faith and belief. A lot. But my faith and my belief never outweighs or circumvents or comes before God's sovereignty. Correct? And that's where the difficulty comes. All things are possible does not mean all things are certain. I was just talking to a young man this week whose friend actually used to have a, a, a pretty prolific ministry here in the valley. Young, it was a young ministry and they were doing a lot of great things and they could sing as worship, but he walked away. Apostasy, doesn't even believe in the faith anymore. I saw him at a memorial service once. And it could be because he was hurt. That, that that didn't happen. That I wait a minute, if there's a God and I, I was praying this and how 
there is no God. This makes me upset. This makes me angry. And if you talk to uh, some atheists, right, you get to the, the core of it, they are angry at God. But wait a minute, I thought there's no God. So why are you angry at God if there's no God? Because they've been hurt often. Listen listen to their story. There's a lot of the famous atheists. It's because maybe God took their mom when they were a boy and they prayed. I can't love a God like that. I can't follow a God like that. All, uh, uh, the Bible says this, and prayer, and I'm, why? And they get they get out of shape, bent out of shape. How many people do you know, or me, maybe yourself? I've been there where you're not real happy with what God is doing or not doing. Amen. Lord, all things are possible. Does not mean that all things are absolute. Possible does not mean certain. I don't know why it, it, it keeps coming up a lot, but I remember this. Morgan, I remember too, we were, um, we were out on my, our front porch three years ago, and I got a text from my mom, and she said, you know, I'm not feeling real well. The ambulance is on the way. I'm like, okay, you know, we're praying for you, and, and we prayed, and you know, all things are possible, Lord. Just heal her. Just have this you know, happen. Uh, ha- get her the doctor, whatever they need to do, and uh, all things are possible. And I never, ever, ever got a, a text back after that. That was it. Now that can really get you a little angry, maybe. Anybody ever been upset at God? You know it's okay as long as you don't stay there. To vent your frustrations, Lord, help me. Date you. Read the Psalms. We're going through the Psalms on Wednesdays when I'm teaching. And they vented, but it brought them back to brokenness. Maybe we should start a motto. It's okay to vent if you come back broken. But it's not if you come back angry and stay there, stay bitter and angry. Because all you're doing is working through human emotions. How many of us have prayed for things? Lord, I know it's possible. I know it's possible. There's no, there's not a, there's no shadow of doubt in my mind. I mean, if this, you can make the sun come up. Really, it doesn't. We're rotating, right? But you know what I'm saying. But if you, if you, you know, if you hung these planets out there, and I'm pretty certain you can accomplish this. All things are possible, but they cannot outrule God's sovereignty. And I'm not teaching on that now, but it would be good at some point. We can talk about God's permissive will. And God's perfect will. There are some things in God's will that, you know, for a lack of a better way to word it, it doesn't matter what we pray for. We're to pray, but it's going to happen. Correct? I mean, we could get this whole church here on our face and say, Jesus, don't come back as a lion, come back as a lamb. Let America just. 330 million, be filled with your spirit and born again. And, and those are great prayers, right? And, and, and some people pray universalism prayers. Let everyone be saved. But God's sovereign plans will prevail. But then there are permissive plans. 
And we see where a king was going to die and God gave him 15 more years. Which now looking back, God's plan of taking him early might have been better because someone by the name of Manasseh was born. Manasseh should send shivers down your spine for any Old Testament reader or under a uh, historian of Manasseh. God even said, because of Manasseh, I'm going to judge Israel. And it was brutal. So be careful what you ask for. Sometimes God knows best. Or should we say, all the time, God knows best. Yeah, I caught myself on that one. Glad I did, because sometimes I get home and go, why did I say that? But just, I, I think it's really healthy. Yes, all things are possible, but... I'm not God. He's not my butler. I have to submit what He wants to do. God's sovereignty outweighs and overrules my wants and my desires. However, the Bible does say, ask, knock, and seek. Ask, knock, and seek. Let's try that, right? Ask, knock, and seek. There's a pursuit. So God wants, here's what it looks like. God wants me to pursue. Um, let's say, you know, if praying for my mom or I was praying for anybody else who was sick or any, any it just you, you put your scenario in there and we're praying for that and praying for that and praying for that and asking them, knocking them and weeks go by sometimes and Lord, and it gets difficult. It gets challenging. And sometimes my faith is, 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 I feel like the man who said, I, I believe, but help my unbelief. That's just honest. I love when that guy said that. Thank God he said that. I believe, Lord, I believe, I know you, but help my unbelief. Because in my belief, something is rising up inside of me called our Adamic nature. The old man that, that, that still wants what it wants. And it will fight the Spirit of God. And so you're asking, you're knocking, you're seeking, but when God makes His will clear and you see that it's not what I'm praying for, then that's where a submission to His sovereignty is so important. Like David did with his first child with Bathsheba. The baby was sick and he prayed, he fasted, but then he got up, he ate, and his servants were so confused. <laughs> Why did you... The baby died. Why did you get up and eat and, and not fast then? And David said, while he was sick, I contended with God because I didn't know what God was going to do. But now I know what his plans are, and I'm going to get up and I'm going to worship God. You have to worship God even when it doesn't make sense. Look at what Job went through. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. His wife said, why don't you curse God and die? And guys, this is so important because I've seen it, I've seen it derail Christians. I've seen it sidetrack Christians. I've seen it get people so bitter and upset that they don't come back to church. They don't seek God and they live all of their life upset and mad at God. When we used to visit the hospital homes, I saw hundreds of patients literally in the, in the eight year period or whatever it was. And how many people would be there on their deathbed crying, crying, coming back to the Lord? Oh, I wish I could have been a better father. Wish I could have been a better. Oh, I ran from God. I, and just, and hearing these stories. And it started with a point in time where they became bitter and upset at God. And it set in. That bitter root is deadly. 
Because that bitter bitter root cannot live with a thankful heart. It will push out thankfulness. It will push out gratitude. It will push out love. And all you do is become a bitter, bitter person. How many of you ever watched, um, what's that old movie that's real famous? With uh, He has a, Clarence the Angel comes. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, me and my daughter just watched it. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Bitter Potter. Potter, that old man in the wheelchair. He's just so bitter and bitter. And, 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 and like that reminded me of somebody kind of bitter at God. Can you imagine living life that way? But Shane, I know, I understand. I can't, I, why it's hard for me sometimes is I can't relate to everything that someone has gone through. Losing a child, one of the most, I, I can't even imagine. So I understand telling a parent these very things is, 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 is very difficult. Actually, I never have. You usually just listen. But I've seen this derail more Christians than anything else. Two things that have put Christians on the sidelines, or as I like to talk about, an op- a certificate of non-operation from the DMV. We get that as Christians. You just park that old thing in the driveway and it just stays there the rest of your life. It is this, it is God did not answer my prayers. God did not, did not do things the way I wanted them done. And sometimes they are some pretty big things and people get bitter and upset and they're done with God. The second thing, which I talk about often, is personal offenses. You offended me. You offended me. You did this. Anybody? Can anybody relate? I'm hoping so. I know you don't want your spouse to see, but go like this. Or blink, blink, wink at me. Wink. With the with the opposite eye on this, right? Personal offenses knock people off track. This person did such and such, or they didn't treat me a certain way, or they. And, and I mean, the list is endless. Those two things. Those two things, if you can deal with those two things, you will live the victorious Christian life, I am convinced. Absolutely. I know this isn't a typical Christmas Day message, but I thought it was important. And many of us know those people we really look up to, and I've heard many of you say it too, such and such is a solid a solid Christian believer, a saint that's really helped me. And, and boy, they, they could, they've walked through the valley of shadow death. They, and you look at these people, and they are just solid pillars. You know who I'm talking about? I can guarantee they've dealt with both of these issues, and they've came out on top. They've handled personal hurt where God didn't do what they thought He would do, and they've handled personal hurt that others have brought them. And out of that, they become a very strong, mature believer. Guys, it's so important. I sometimes run into people that I knew 25 years ago when I was coming back to the Lord. And they haven't changed at all. You'd think you kind of grow a little bit spiritually, wouldn't you? 
it's usually one of these two. A close third is carnality. You stay carnal, lukewarm, don't care about holiness, you're going to look just like the world, you will not grow, you cannot grow. That's why Paul says, come out from among them and be separate. In that separation, you grow. Come out from among them, be separate, and, 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 and your lifestyle is going to look different because it, you want to honor God. So nothing is impossible. I don't know if I wrote these down there, but it's good. Yeah, here we go. Nothing is impossible for you if you align your heart with His. Nothing is impossible if you seek Him and find the well springs of living water pouring out of you. Nothing is impossible if you allow the Word to direct you, the Spirit to convict you, worship to transform you, and prayer to break you. See, what you do is when you align up, when you align up with God and His Word and His will, Things seem to fall into place a lot better. You begin to understand God's will. Life isn't as challenging because now you're, you're going with God, not against Him. So all things are possible as you begin to seek Him. Early will I seek Him, the Bible says. Unconditionally will I trust Him. Absolutely will I follow Him. And I said this, I think about a year ago, there is life and death, there is purpose and pain, there is destiny in your disappointment, there is faith and failure, there is clarity in your confusion, and there is hope and hopelessness, there is worship in waiting for God. And it's, it's so important this time of year to encourage ourselves. though I struggle with doubt, anybody relate? Paul said, what can separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus? Nothing can separate us from that. Though Goliath stands against me, God stands before me. Think about that. Who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? Did you know that no one, well, very few people, have a problem with Him as long as you don't define who He is? Did you see in the news today, Mark Zuckerman, or this week, Mark Zuckerman is building a $100 million bunker in Hawaii. And he is putting on the bunker missile-proof doors. And I'm like, if, if, if somebody is firing at you with missiles, you've got some big problems, okay? The bunker's not going to save you. They're, missiles, you know, from an F-16, why are they going after you, Mark? You've got to begin to fear God more than man because you start to make silly, stupid decisions when you fear man and you do not fear God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God is the beginning of understanding. Fear God and live, the Bible says. Oh, come back to the fear. Can we imagine if we got the fear of God back in this place? If the Supreme Court would say, we fear God. If the Senate and the Congress said, we fear God. If the President would say, we fear God more than man. You would see a nation on their knees again, crying out to God. Let me tell you about the God who commands the seas and hangs the sun. He laughs at armies and He commands the kings. If you could muster up all 8 billion people to come against God, what would they do? Let's say, all, okay, all 8 billion of us, we're coming against you, God. That, no, think about it. All this is true. Think about it. What about if, what about if the, if the nations got, okay, all of our nuclear arsenal together and all at once fired it at God? But is the awesome? I mean, it's just like, like I can get really excited. You think this, I mean, I can get excited. Look at the, this God. 
This guy, and like, what's Russia doing? What's Ukraine and, and, and Biden economics? And, and Trump's coming. Oh my, oh my gosh, we're going down. I still believe in the God who sits on the throne. He commands armies. He raises kings up and he puts another king down. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.